his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So let's go to outer space. I mean, way out in outer space. The... James Webb Space Telescope, on the 11th of March, they completed the stage of alignment known as fine phasing. Last Wednesday, we saw the first image from the telescope. And the words I'm reading on these headlines include phenomenal, glorious, thrilling, and I read where scientists are giddy about what they're seeing. So I want to talk to one of those scientists, program scientist, Dr. Eric Smith, is here with us this morning. Doctor, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good morning. My pleasure. So what is it about this picture that has everybody so excited? Well, this is a confirmation that this uh, complex telescope that's not just one single mirror but made up of 18 mirrors can act exactly like one big giant mirror. And although we've tested it on Earth and confirmed it works here, You have to launch it and then get it to work in the cold vacuum of space, and we did that this last week, and that's why we're so excited. That is incredible because it is a a very, as as you just said, very complex machine, and to to send it into space through everything it has to go through, and, and it's way out there, like I mentioned. How far out is it, and how exciting is it that everything has worked? You know, dot, 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 connect them all, and there it is. Well, it's a million miles away from Earth. Most telescopes that astronomers use, space telescopes, they orbit the Earth nearby a few hundred miles. We sent Webb a million miles away because it's an infrared telescope. That means it looks for heat radiation, and the Earth itself is pretty hot, so we had to put it far from Earth. And uh, now that we know the telescope works perfectly, what we're going to do is calibrate the individual science instruments that we have on different cameras and spectrographs and make sure that they work, too, just as we planned. So what will those instruments provide us? They'll give us uh, different ways to take pictures, different kinds of cameras. But interestingly, there'll be spectrographs which split the light up like a prism, like a rainbow, and that can tell you what elements and compounds are in the things you're looking at. Yeah, because we look at things with our eyes and we see the visual, and that's how we kind of relate to things. But telescopes like the web... They use different chemicals to create the picture, right? Well, we're an infrared telescope, meaning that we see uh, light uh, whose wavelength is a little longer than the eye can detect. We know infrared radiation as heat. But by studying the universe at different wavelengths, we learn about different physics, different chemical composition of the objects. And so what can that tell us about the universe, about its history, and about its present? 
So Webb was built to look for the very first stars and galaxies that formed after the Big Bang. And the infrared part of the spectrum is exactly where you want to look for them, because that's where the light gets to us from. Even though it left the objects as visible, the expansion of the universe stretched the light to infrared wavelengths. And importantly, infrared light also lets us see through dust clouds that harbor uh, places in our own galaxy where new stars are being born. You know, it, it's just so hard to get a grip, to come to grips on, on, on all of that. I mean, you're looking back how many years in the history of our universe? We'll be looking back about 13 and a half to 13.7 billion years. And that's enough, you think, to go back to right after the Big Bang? Yes, because we know the universe itself is only a little over 13.7 billion years. And so sometime between that 13.7-year-old birthday uh, and a few hundred million years after that is when the first stars and galaxies formed. And that's what we're looking to find out. We're trying to take a picture of baby galaxies, sort of infant pictures. Now, how do we know that that is the age of the universe? We know that from studying the cosmic microwave background. So that's uh, the three-degree background that pervades the universe that is the heat relic from the Big Bang that happened about 13.72 billion years ago. Wow, it's amazing stuff. Visiting with Dr. Eric Smith, the program scientist with the Webb Telescope, the James Webb Space Telescope. Now this, you know, we have seen the incredible pictures from the Hubble Space Telescope, which has uh, just operated amazingly over the years. Uh, How much more spectacular will the pictures from the James Webb Space Telescope be? Well, they'll be just as sharp as the pictures we've come to know and love from Hubble, but they'll be in this different wavelength range. So it's, tel- it's looking at the universe with a whole new set of eyes, if you will. And because the mirror is much bigger than Hubble's mirror, it will let us collect light from really faint objects that Hubble just can't see. And so, you know, we see what we have seen, the, the galaxies from Hubble, and they're just eye-popping, and we should expect, obviously, to see more of that. We'll see things like that, and we'll use those two telescopes together to give us information across the big range of the electromagnetic spectrum that will give us even more knowledge about how those galaxies are changing and evolving through cosmic time. And now you mentioned that the telescope is a million miles from Earth, so it's, it's way on the other side of the moon. How do we keep it in an orbit around the Earth when it's that far from this planet? Well, you can imagine that it's actually orbiting the sun in about the same orbit as the Earth. So as the Earth moves around the sun, Webb is kind of following it and staying in that same orbit just a million miles farther out. So we're not actually orbiting the Earth. We're orbiting the sun at the same pace as the Earth. That's how we can keep it nearby to communicate with it. I see, because I was wondering how it would orbit the Earth when it's that far away. But it's actually, it's almost like another planet that it's, it's orbiting the sun. Exactly. Wow, that's just fascinating. So what are the next steps? What should we be looking for as we continue after all this excitement? So what we did with that image we released last week was focus and get the uh, telescope to work with just one of the four instruments. The next phase is to get it to work with three of the four instruments that all have the same near-infrared coverage. Then we'll turn on what we call our mid-infrared instrument. It studies even... uh, 
farther wavelength, farther infrared light, and then we'll focus it to all four. That'll take about a month or so. And then we'll begin calibrating the instruments. So in the summer, uh, maybe July, early July, we'll see spectacular images from all four instruments. And that's when we begin to do real science with it. And one of the challenges here, you know, Hubble had some issues. We were able to get to it through a shuttle mission and and fix it. One of the challenges with the Webb telescope is we can't go out and fix it. So everything has to work exactly right. Everything has to work, but what we built in with Webb is adjustability. So all these mirrors, we can the 18 mirrors, we can move them around a little bit. We can even change their shape a little bit. So we knew we couldn't go out and fix it. So we built adjustability in from the start, and that's how we know it works, because we saw that picture. How long has it taken to get to this point? When did the idea for this telescope come up, first come up, and how long has it taken to develop? Uh, well, the, the BERT, has, uh, it, it's a little shrouded in time. You could say that we really started uh, about 26 years ago when we first started to study the concept seriously uh, at NASA. So over those 26 years, we had to invent new technologies to make the telescope even possible. And then we had a big, long test program so we could make sure that adjustability I talked about worked as we planned, and that was a long test program. But we're seeing now that it's paid off because it works just like we knew it would. Wow. It's great, great stuff. Dr. Eric Smith, program scientist with the James Webb Space Telescope. I know I've asked a lot of questions, but... Is there anything that else we should know about this telescope that I haven't addressed so far? While we built it to look at the very distant universe, it's also going to be a fantastic telescope to look into the atmospheres of nearby exoplanets. And we're going to be looking at those to see if any of them might be habitable or be friendly to life like we have here on Earth. So that's something we're all really excited about. So not just deep space, but near space, it could provide some key information. Oh, you bet. Wow, good stuff. Dr. Eric Smith, program scientist at the James Webb Space Telescope. We're all giddy for you because this is really neat, and we'll be keeping an eye on the pictures that will be coming in from deep space. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome. My pleasure. Taking a look into space here on Total Information AM. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for every. 